Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi alongside Jim Eichenhofer at jcar504 on Twitter at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. If you want to tweet at us, please be sweet. We got a fun guest today, Jim. Yeah, Joel Myers is going to be the guest. Um, happy to kind of tip tip off the Bally Sports portion of our podcast series this year. We're hoping to have someone from that group on on Mondays throughout the season. Uh, Joel knows a lot about basketball, a lot about food, a lot about wine, a lot about he claims to know a lot about him, many other subjects that I'm not quite sure whether he does or not, but he sells it really well. So, you know, you tend to to believe him. Yeah, Joel's the first guy I had to learn the lingo when he was talking about wine. He calls it juice. Good juice. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about, man? And apparently it was wine. I had no idea. So, yeah, you can learn a lot from Joel. Listen to his basketball takes. Listen to his food and wine takes. You'll be happier for it. Uh, so let's get to it. He's a busy man. He's on the road. He's on the phone. Let's get with Joel Myers here. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, you know him, you love him, the, the dulcet tones of Joel Myers. You can catch him on Bally's. Joel, how you doing, man? Doing well. And what a, a turnout. And it felt so good to be at the Smoothie King Center on Saturday for the open practice. And I want to thank everybody for showing up. That was an amazing turnout. This whole city is excited about this ball club. That's what it tells me because it was a beautiful day. Saturday, it was amazing. We had resort weather in the Big Easy, yet that lower bowl was packed. So thanks to everybody who made it out. Yeah, Joel, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you kind of led me into this, what your experience was like during uh, Saturday's practice. I know I saw you signing autographs here and there. You had a uh, 
there was a guy that had a had the Joel Vanille v- memes on a poster, I think it was, or some kind of board, which I thought was amazing. And as I said the other day, you can't have enough Joel Vanille in your life. But what what was that experience like for you? Well, it's just it's the dedication and the loyalty factor of everybody that was there. And I appreciate the young man who did it. And I took a, a couple of photos with him. I took a bunch of photos with everybody, but it's just, this is a heart and soul city is what it boils down to. It's a genuinely good place. We're lucky to live here. And so that was, it was kind of the whole vibe. Everybody, your whole, not just your face, your whole body smiled on Saturday. So that was really sweet for all of us. And, and you could see all of us that worked for the Pels at whether it was Matt Ryan and Chris Trahan, Henry uh, Valier, all the guys in media that put in all these hours, plus the coaching staff. I, it wasn't just we, our whole body was smiling, not just our face, because that was the feeling we all got with that kind of turnout. So it was a great experience, and, and it was fun. <laughs> the thing that was great at the end, uh, the hot dog eating contest told me or. Yeah, it told me that Joey Chestnut has nothing to worry about <laughs> when it comes to that for down-the-road purposes. But uh, it was just, I know you were there, Jim. Joe, you were there. Yep. It's a good feeling. It, 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 and then, to give you an idea, I, wanted, I went to the Fried Chicken Festival yesterday, or I tried to go to the Fried Chicken Festival <laughs> yesterday. This city is so supportive. You couldn't get close. Mm. I mean, it was packed. It was like a mile long just to go park. To, uh, the the line to get into the parking lot. So there's nothing wrong with the Big Easy. We all know that. I've I've been the fortunate one to live here 11 years now. Joel, I'm glad that you mentioned food because that's going to segue into something that we're going to touch on later in the podcast. But uh, Larry Nance Jr. had a quote the other day that I thought was great, where he said that whatever, basically whatever um, we put into our relationship with the fans, they're going to give us back tenfold which I thought was a really good way to put it as far as just new Orleans and the way that people react to, I think once they see that you're the players are bought in and everyone's bought in, everyone's here to do stuff that's beneficial to the city and just represent new Orleans. Well, I think that's, you know, a good way to look at it as, as far as like, it doesn't take a lot to get people to, to, you know, support you. Um, and I thought it was great too, that, Zion basically said he did like a ring around the entire arena. So just to see the number of kids, I mean, people, adults as well, but just the number of kids that got his autograph and got a chance to meet him um, was really, was really cool. I thought you put it well too, when you said your whole, your whole body kind of smiled, it was just a lot of fun. I know um, they didn't necessarily do as much basketball specific stuff as they do some years, but I mean, to me, that was some time very well spent to just be able to, I mean, you don't get a ton of opportunities during the season. I mean, the players will sign autographs for kids, especially and and people in general before games. But it's just more of a business attitude, of course. During when when you get into the regular season, where you're there to beat the other team and focus on that for the next couple hours. So I thought that was great to to um to just be able to have that element to the to the open practice. Yeah, and when I saw Zion and some of the other guys go over to. Everybody in the stands, I wondered what was going on. And then all of a sudden, I saw everybody coming down and taking selfies with mm-hmm. players. And it was like, you know, that goes a long way. And these young guys and girls, because there was a lot of women there too, they're never going to forget that. 
and they've got photos with all these guys, which is great. And and I could tell Zion enjoyed it because now he's back and he's in the fold. And then you could see his comfort zone running around the arena. I had to go to that side, and then he went over to that side. And uh, to take it a step further on with Larry Nance Jr. said, man, am I happy. He's, he's an unreal athlete. He's a, even a better person. And what he said was, and I, I know firsthand, if you embrace this city, they'll come back at you a million times. And, and they'll respond with that kind of love. And they'll give it right back to you. So we all know firsthand, Jim, you're not a native. I'm not a native. But it's a special place. It's the most unique city in America. And we're the, as I said, we're the fortunate one. We get to live here. So, and then the, the support and the loyalty factor. You know, there's a lot of sweat equity, blood, sweat, and tears for the Saints 50 plus years. But I think that kind of loyalty is developing with Bells as well. The city can support two pro franchises. And we're seeing that firsthand now. There's no question in my mind, this is a really good basketball town. And I've said it before on some of these podcasts we've done in the past. If you look at the television ratings of the 30 NBA cities over the last three, four years, the NBA playoffs, New Orleans isn't just top five, they're top two or three in percentage of TVs on. And that says a lot. So the basketball community is here. It's solid. We've got a great foundation. And now the Pels are ready to deliver. Well, you know, Joel, I was doing some man-on-the-street research yesterday at a bar. Uh, after the Saints game, you know, there, there was some some disappointment, some sad faces. But as I was talking to people in Saints jerseys, they knew about, you know, Herb Jones. They knew about Trey Murphy. They knew about Jose Alvarado. Some of these players that maybe would have flown under the radar unless you're a real deep basketball fan, it seems like Saints fans are embracing as well it, it you can really feel that corner being turned by some of these fans who are like deeply interested in the pelicans as a basketball team now and not just passively interested in one superstar maybe two superstars right now they're they're fully invested and they understand that and what griff has done and he uses the word sustainable and i agree completely what griff has done with his staff which is obviously trajan swin bryce and i can go down the list of guys game basketball on what they've done is they've built a real solid foundation for down the road the Brandon just turned 25 but most of the guys are 25 or under the only older guys are, are Jonas and CJ and even Larry Nance Jr. so the, the they've got a great base already and then the guys that have really impressed me in in being in the gym and watching the two a days that's the healthiest thing because not only did they succeed last year and there's four guys that are all super young and have really looked good going into the new season. That's Jose, Trey, Najee, and Herb. All four of those guys have really stood out in practice. All four of those guys are challenging each other. And Jose the comp, AD and I have talked about it sitting in the bleachers at the facility while we're watching practice. The confidence factor Jose has now, you, you can't replicate it. Yeah, He knows he belongs. He, You know, last year he was fighting for a job, fighting just to get onto the roster or a two-way or whatever it was going to be. And then Trey, he's, he looks like a different person. 
Najee knows he belongs. You can tell the confidence he's got, his body language. And then Herb, Herb looks just like Herb. <laughs> Herb's just, he, he's so mature for his age. I watched his video, uh, Media Day, which went for a while. Yeah. And I watched all the videos from Media Day. I wish I was mature, as mature when I was that like 23 or 24 as Herb Jones is now. He's just cool. He gets it. Yeah, I would have made and, way, and way the, fewer mistakes in life, I feel like. <laughs> it, well, we all would have. But it's amazing how good they look. And then eighth overall, Dyson. Dyson stays in front of guys. Dyson's a good cover guy already. He's way ahead of the curve at the defensive end of the floor. So I, I'm excited, very excited about where this franchise is headed, not just for this year. And this year, we're all pumped up, and we can't wait. But I'm excited about what Griff has put together for down the road as well. Yeah, Joel, you, you know, you mentioned um, just the great core kind of talent base that this team has among the younger guys that are in their early twenties. And I think one of the best pieces of news of the last few days is that not only do we, are we excited about their future, but the older guys, some of the guys that you mentioned that are late twenties, early thirties, a couple of those guys just extended their uh, contract as well. So, I mean, they right. have a chance to really put together a group that can be, cohesive and, and gel. I mean, they've, I think they already made massive progress in that in the second half of last season, but that part of it is really exciting to think about. So, and, and by the way, Joe, yeah, I, and another thing, you, you know what guys, here's one thing to think about for down the road, the extending CJ and extending Larry and putting this group together players talk. That's why the saints are where they're at. That's why the saints have been, you know, something we are really proud of for a long time because players talk and they tell each other it's a great place. They really take care of their guys. Well, that's what's happening now with the Pels. You get the players of the Players Association, Caesar McCollum saying, I want to be there. Man, they're good. The, the whole organization, top to bottom, they're good. I want to be there. He, he, as much as Griff wanted to make that deal for CJ, CJ wanted to come to New Orleans. That's the president yeah. of the Players Association. And once Larry got here and Larry realized, whoa, they they got their act together. Players talk. So it's only going to get better because the vibe is there now. Like, mm, good place. They're good to their guys. There's the, they take care of their guys and they know how to play. So and, and Willie has done that because Willie is a player's coach. Willie's blunt and honest with his guys. So this is just the beginning. That's why I'm so excited. Joel, um, kind of spinning this forward now, I know you're headed to Chicago today to be uh, with the team and go, go to the game tomorrow night at the United Center. W what are some of the things that you're looking forward to the most about preseason starting Tuesday night as well as just um, some of the players maybe that you, you're curious to, to watch in the game against the Bulls? Well, I want to see the chemistry develop. Because you've got three twenty-five point scores, you know Brandon, CJ, and Zion can all get twenty-five every night of the season, but that doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily win. But you have to develop chemistry, and I think CJ said it best yesterday when he was talking to the media after practice. I watched the video again, and I picked up on he said basically, "Hey, when a guy's on, a guy's on. I can score." But I also know when I got to get the ball to certain people at certain times and share it and, and set them up. So that was encouraging. 
because CJ, he can fill it up. CJ is a natural scorer. But another thing, take into consideration. Defensively, Pels have to get better. Now, they were 13th in points allowed last year, but they were 24th in field goal percentage defense, and they were 26th at defending the three. So, as I said, Dyson Daniels, is, he's going to help at the defensive end of the floor. We already know about Herb. Jose is a two-time ACC Defensive Player of the Year, and he really came out at the end of the year. And then Zion, in his third season, or fourth season now, he's watched enough film. He knows trend tendencies. He's going to be better at the defensive end of the floor. And with more reps, so is Trey Murphy. But as a group, defense is communication and talking and being taking care of each other. You got, I, you got my back, I got your back. So it, that'll take time but they have to improve defensively because eventually this team is going to be very good offensively. And I think a lot of people may have forgotten about what a defensive force Zion was at Duke, uh, especially now with him looking you know, leaner, meaner, stronger. Uh, having him back on the floor, I think, is, is going to boost the defensive presence automatically, along with what you said, those, those second-year guys, Herb Jones taking a leap forward as well. It, it all looks very encouraging defensively from that standpoint. Yeah, and he was Zion's a good secondary defender too. We've seen shot blocking by Zion, but two guys I didn't bring up. And Joe, I'm glad you mentioned Zion in the baseline because Jonas had a phenomenal summer. Jonas playing with uh, Demontis Sabonis for Lithuania; those guys really had a good summer. Played hard, played at a high level, and then we've got a guy who's the MVP of Eurobasket, building her name Gomez, who's got. A He's just we're talking about a guy with a huge heart and an unreal motor. Building MVP of Eurobasket. He, last year, he, he hit 53% of his shots. He knew his game. He averaged, and remember, he averaged seven rebounds a game in limited minutes. So, two guys that are really going to be anchors defensively and going to help at that end of the floor are Jonas and Billy. And then we've got an exceptional athlete, don't forget, about the seven-footer and a rim protector in Jackson Hayes. So I don't want to I don't want to go without bringing those guys up when we talk about defense because they are anchors. It breaks down out front, though, and that's why Herb is so important. Herb and Jose and, and the guys out there. If it breaks down on the perimeter, then you're in scramble mode. So it's got to start at the defensive end of the floor with the guards and getting it done out front. Joel, last thing from me today um obviously we heard earlier that mr cardosi has the uh, the local beat covered and i appreciate the important research that he did there oh uh, yeah so does my liver <laughs> <laughs> and and you're going to be um on the scene tonight in chicago so one one thing that i wanted to ask you about is maybe the person that knows them that i know that knows the most about food of anyone that i've ever met in my life i wanted to ask you being that this is the first time for the team and you being on the road this season, can you give us your top three food cities in the NBA based entirely just on that mm. portion of the trip? Wow. That's tough. Well, San Francisco used to live there. Love San Francisco and everything about it and little nooks and crannies and, and the places there. And you know, this Jim, by going to dinners with me, uh, I like joints. I don't need mobile travel guide and, and all that mm-hmm. five-star restaurants um, you, you, you and I go to a lot of places here in New Orleans, joints. So, uh, Boston is great. 
because you and I have been to Neptune too often on Salem in the North End, which is kind of a hole in the wall. What is it, 10 feet wide maybe? Yeah. And uh, so I like the cities that have those types of places, heart and soul kind of places. So when it comes to restaurants, you know, San Francisco, Boston, and then we you can't get better Mexican than in L.A., and I love Mexican food, and I love Chinese food, and the Chinatown in either San Francisco or L.A. So those three cities in particular offer you options where you don't have to get dressed up. You can go in a golf shirt and blue jeans like we like to do. So those three cities in particular. New York's great, but all the delis, the dying art of the deli, all the delis in New York have gone away, whether it was the stage or the Carnegie or we can go down the list. Uh, so I was, New York, obviously, but the other three cities do a, a great job. Or what we like, which is they're good on your budget and they're great for your stomach. <laughs> you, you managed to say svelte, you know, with all that food research you're doing, you're still looking svelte and uh, and trim, man. So I, I got to congratulate barely, you on that. Barely. He, he seems he seems you like you glasses run. Cat- maybe cataract surgery. <laughs> so, I feel like you run like 12 miles a day or something. I'm sure it's probably not that much, but to me, it just seems like it. So that that's one thing well, that helps. We, we, you work out as much as I do, Jim. We're in the, we're in there together. So because it's all about checks and balances, we all, we only work out and we work out hard so that we can gorge ourselves. Later. <laughs> that's what it boils down to. I take a lot more breaks than you do though. That's the, that's the, we might be there the same amount of time. But, but the percentage of time where I'm actually working out is, is a lot less. So I'm going to have to up my game this season to your level, Joel. <laughs> okay. I look forward to it. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing your calls all season long, Joel. And uh, enjoy the road. Enjoy Chicago. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to hearing from you. And, and you and AD and David Wesley, the whole crew. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. And we are psyched. It's going to be a great season. Got to stay healthy. But it's also going to be a great run. Because the core and the nucleus of this group is going to be together for a long, long time. Really look forward to it. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate you, Joel. Thanks, Joel. Joel. Big thanks to Man About Town, Joel Myers of Valley Sports. Catch him all season long. Jim, we're going to be having Pelicans TV broadcasters uh, on the podcast as often as we can. And, And what a way to start with Mr. Joel Myers. It certainly was, and and you know, by the way, you you set that up. You reminded me. It's always funny that people always try their Joel Myers impression. It feels like a lot of people have that attempt where they try to make the deepest sounding voice that they can possibly make. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. I don't know if I've met anyone yet that has like a great Joel impression. But I think part of that is just the difficulty. Yeah, that's why get, Joel's Joel. Yeah, getting your voice down to that register is just. It's very difficult. But yeah, I enjoy always talking to Joel about food and uh, he kind of reminded me of when he was going through his list of his favorite top three cities. He, I think he had New York city just on the periphery, just on the outside of the top three. Yeah. But it reminded me of um, there's an Italian restaurant in New York city. That's in kind of one of the older neighborhoods and it's kind of, it's a very old school place. Um, but he, he's gone there so many times and, you know, previously to the Pelicans, he was on the Lakers TV broadcast crew and the Spurs TV broadcast crew. And obviously the guy's done a million other sporting events yeah. that many of which took place in New York city. He did NFL 
on NBC. He did Westwood One Radio NFL. So he's done who knows how many games in New York City over the years. But it was funny, a couple of years ago, we were in this one restaurant, and he walked in and saw the owners, and they warmly greeted him and uh, said, you know, welcome, hey, Joel. And then they stopped for a second. They're like, Joel, where you been? I think they believe that he lives in New York City because he's been there so many times that yeah. they think he's a local. And it was probably one of those situations where, for example, say the Pelicans played there a couple times the previous season in November. And then the following the season that we that I'm speaking of, they weren't there until, like, say, February or March of the following year. Yeah. So it had been a gap of like maybe 15 months, say, between trips to New York City. So it, I just thought it was so funny that the people that own this place don't even realize that he doesn't live in New York City because he's been there so many times. You might think he's a New York guy. He's always got so much gab to him, you know. And, and Joel's a memorable dude. So if you see him walk in and hear that voice, of course you're going to be like, oh, that guy's back. You know, he probably he probably spent a, a good bit of money on wine, too. I'm sure they were happy to see him. <laughs> yeah, they definitely – that's definitely the case on all fronts. So he's I, – I would be curious to ask him. Uh, maybe next time I talk to him, I'll ask him how many – places in america do they think that he's a local and a regular yeah there's a lot of cities that claim joel as their as their own local guy but don't realize necessarily that he lives in new in new orleans during the basketball season yeah and i'm sure the the new orleans restaurant tours are always happy to see him walk through the door as well <laughs> uh he's always got something to say about new orleans food and new orleans food is happy to have him thanks for joining the pelicans podcast presented as always by seat geek we will be back on Wednesday with the new studio host of the Pelicans on the radio. That's Mr. Gus Kattengell. He will be sitting in as Daniel Salerson has moved on. And we think you're going to enjoy Gus. He's a fun guy. Uh, he's always got a lot to say. And he's going to bring a certain amount of energy to the show that I think you're always going to appreciate. So tune in to the pre and post game of the Pelicans radio broadcasts to hear Gus. But we'll bring him to you here as well. Let's go, pals. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.